lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. Steve Dace here, alongside Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre, as well as all of you at 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. 3393. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the program. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Parlor at Steve Dace. And then go to our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Steve Dace. That's where you can find samples of this show that you can view for free and then share with others if you wouldn't mind. Whether you like it or hate us, those views count just the same. All right. Coming up today, typical Wednesday festivities. Bottom of the hour, we will begin with our good friend, uh, Buy, Sell, or Hold. Not our good friend, Daniel Horowitz. He's at the bottom of the next hour, our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Buy, Sell, or Hold, though, coming your way at the bottom of this hour. Um, what else do we have going on today? I mean, other than like the end of the world, it, it seems like, right? We got to change the name of this thing from Buy, Sell, or Hold to... Buy, sell, or I can't even buy, sell, or uh, nothing matters. I got to tell you, I am, I, I'm at a point today, and I said this to my wife before I came in. You know, we were we were just having this conversation. Was it yesterday, or the day before? How do you do this day after day after day? And we're like, we can just do it today, right? Yeah. I I, I got to be honest, man. I don't feel like doing this today. I am I am kind of at the. I don't know how the average American has. I mean, I signed up for this, right? We all did. We we signed up for this. We understand this is the this is the cost of not having to go down a mine shaft, the flashlight, right? Not having to sit on a hot roof uh, in the summertime. Okay, we get this job. We get to sit here in the AC uh, and get paid to pontificate and stand up for what we believe in, right? There's there's a lot worse ways to pay your bills than this. Can I get a witness oh, on that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, and so part of that is you just have to mentally condition yourself that you have to expose yourself to the toxic sludge more than the average person, right? That's just part of this gig, right? Yes. Um, I'm a grizzled veteran now. I got to tell you, I, I'm, I've hit a wall. Like the dog days of August hit a wall. I, I don't know how the average person in our audience has that didn't sign up for this, that, that doesn't have to do this, how they have not hit that wall 75 times by now. But I, I, I am at, I've hit the wall. I've hit the rookie wall, man. What got me yesterday is we walk out of here and it's within the half hour that we find out about the Big Ten, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, were you guys taping? For your uh, sports podcast? We were actually just beginning to start it, and okay, so we and just scrapped everything and just okay, reacted yeah, figured, to that in real time. I figured yeah. how that must be going. And then later on, uh, Camille Harris is announced, and Twitter suddenly just starts binging on that. And It's not because we like the game of football and can't watch it. it it's not that. The, the, what this means, the tentacles it has... Everything involved with it, culturally, monetarily, jobs, it, it, it is of so much more gravity than Kamala Harris. And instantly, all the thinking people just went to the same circle bleep. 
it's we're so broken man we're just so utterly broken when you can so cavalierly set aside what they just set aside yesterday and the excuse you got from everybody was quote too many unknowns that's their that was everybody's medical diagnosis i that's not a country that can survive we just had over 700 high school baseball and softball teams in the state of iowa compete for what two months yes for two months i was in the middle of it every day and we had fans in the stands you were there all the time wearing masks no masks how many kids died zero how many how many fans died zero zero no hospitalizations not one reported as a all result those high of school this. kids were they put in a bubble were they nope at seven you, you, we didn't put kids at 700 high school teams in a bubble no we didn't just send them all back home right to live their lives yeah. and roam around the neighborhoods and pick up whatever germs they had and then just come right back to practice and games the next day right yeah. and what was it 94 96 percent in the on the baseball side i think it was and 94 percent on the softball side were able to start and finish their season and the ones who weren't without were, any incident the ones who didn't were just technicalities that were yeah, you know one positive test so they shut everything down right yeah and we're sending and on top of that we're sending kids the kids are going back to school man they're I, gonna I be know. there having their normal drunken orgies in their dorms i know I, but no football i think i think the amount of stupid yesterday you know what it's gonna headline your montage the two thing that's what i'm tired of I got through not having the NCAA tournament. That's my most beloved sporting event. I have taken that vacation since I was in the eighth grade every year. Okay? I got through that. I'll get through not having the have not having Big Ten football in the summer in, in the fall. I'm forty seven years old now. All right? I'll get through it. It's the stupidity. Yes. I'm I, I, I just uh, that's the wall that, that uh, what that I mean exists. is that's the wall I'm hitting. You know, like if 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 I knew the arguments my arguments were bad and I can't win, you know, I'd live with it. And I'd be like, man, this is a crap time to live. And I'm just going to have to, you know, I mean, other people have lived through like far worse times than this sack up days, right? It's the fact that I know my arguments do win and they just often don't matter. That's, that's where I'm getting the PTSD brother. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I literally just feel like, Every day is like, or most days, we're doing the argumentation version of your wife texting you, I'm ovulating, so you go masturbate in the backyard and then wonder again why she's not pregnant this month. That, that is exactly what this, it's just, it's a, it's a bridge to nowhere. It's, it's, it's Skinner's box. It's just, just, just it's a, a drain circling. A drain circling. It's not even one more. It's 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 not even the Israelites. One more trip around the mountain. It's it's at least you knew it was going to be forty years. It, you have no idea when this stupidity will end, and that's what is draining, man. I think backyard masturbation is the best setup you've ever given, Aaron's montage. We should maybe call this the Onan, the Onan, the Onan pandemic instead of uh, COVID. The Onan. Let's get to Aaron's montage of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Joe Biden has his pick. The presumptive Democratic presidential nominee has selected the 25th Amendment to be his running mate. It's not Kamala. It's not Kamala. It's not Kamala. 
It's Kamala. Yes, Kamala Harris becomes the first individual of color with a cervix to be on a major party's ticket. That's the same Kamala who all but called Joe Biden a racist. I was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. That's the same Kamala who finished the Democratic primary with fewer delegates than Tulsi Gabbard. That's the same Kamala who hails from California, a state Ayatollah Khomeini would win by 20 points if he were a Democrat. That's the same Kamala who earned the nickname Kamala the Cop from the far left because she was apparently too tough on crime during her tenure as California Attorney General. And that's the same Kamala who ordered the raid on the home of pro-life undercover journalist David Daleiden and the Planned Parenthood sells dead baby body part saga. In other news, the Big Ten and Pac-12 athletic conferences announced yesterday they're canceling their conferences' college football seasons. Those same conferences, who had five months to plan to make a season happen, said they were exploring playing in the spring. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Dr. Scott Atlas, the newest member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, is already making the rounds on news programs to beat the drum for sanity. Talking about people who are physical specimens, who are really super young people, young people people that age without a comorbidity have virtually zero risk from this. We have to, again, become rational here. The risk for people that age is less than seasonal influenza. I mean, you have to really look at the data and, again, you can't say it's all about the science and then act contrary to science. There's a really such fear in the community, and unfortunately, it's been propagated by really people who are doing some very sloppy thinking and really sensationalistic media reporting. He also commented, on Wisconsin's new mandate for state officials to wear face masks at home alone during Zoom calls. And the reality is it's it's stemming from a massive amount of fear bordering on hysteria now. And this is a real problem because public policy is supposed to be taking into consideration not just stopping COVID-19 at all costs, but understanding the impact of people on what you do and what you say. And I think that's been a failure in some of the people who have been uh, speaking out on this. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is getting angrier and angrier about questions surrounding his handling of the virus. So I would just say to everybody, with all due respect to the Monday morning quarterbacking and color commentary, checking in now again on a pandemic, this is war, morning, noon, and night, and it is crystal clear what our directors were as it relates to long-term care and COVID-19 positives, and whether it's Governor Christie or anybody other smart aleck who's, who says it was one thing when it was another, give us a break. In woke news, a Black Lives Matter organizer in Chicago justified the looting that's taken place in her city over the last few days. If somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike, because that makes sure that that person eats, that makes sure that that person has clothes, that's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting anything. Oh, brother, where art thou? Ilan Omar won her primary in Minnesota last night. She becomes the Democratic nominee once again for Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. And finally, checking in on John Kasich. I think I have a right to define what it means to be a conservative. (sighs) These montages, man. And that's what happened while we were away. I think we're all at the place I just articulated, aren't we? Yeah. It's like none of the three of us are here to like give the pet talk, finish the race, Paul talk, win one for the Gipper, Newt Rockney, 
we're all kind of looking at each other like Big Ten school presidents who really wants to just go ahead and tap out. It kind of feels that way. Well, I'll finish, but it's going to suck. Aaron's montage is uh, is brought to you by Keeps. Uh, of course, losing your hair is no fun. So let's talk about options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription, then visit the pharmacy. Try not to go broke, though, when you find out what that bill's going to cost you. Or you can go to Keeps and do it all from the comfort of your own home where you're going to get the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatment. But Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And one more thing you're going to love about Keeps, it's all online. So you can just answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a licensed physician will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And then it's shipped discreetly and directly to your door. So you're already saving money with the generic versions. How about another offer on top of that, though, to get you started? Half off your first order when you go to keeps.com slash grow. K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash grow. Again, that's keeps.com slash grow. You know, you guys have talked about this for years. I struggle when people, even I don't agree with, do things that just make no sense and are dumb, right? Right. Yeah, you guys have you guys have done shows with me where I've just gone off on tangents on teams and candidates I want to lose, just trying to figure out what are we doing here, right? What what, what is the strategy? I don't understand it. Okay. Thus, your struggle is eternal now. <laughs> Do you like this job? <laughs> Finally, I mean, it was some, Todd this time, not me. I mean, if you had some talks with the blaze behind my back, I'm not aware of. <laughs> if you could get to ace me out of here, then you get to move over a seat. Is that is that what's going on here? Because if this is if this is about stay, stick, finish, this is the worst damn pregame pep talk of all time, Erzin. Goodness. <laughs> it's like asking the grim reaper think you so, you so you're saying there's a chance i'm i'm just shooter from hoosiers who's had way too much to drink at this point just wandering out on the middle of the court i'm sorry uh well, right now i could use a jimmy chitwood i'll make it yeah. i could use one of those right now all right i'll do better <laughs> all right so Three things from from Aaron's montage. Well, there's about 30 things from your montage, but the three big takeaways to me. How much different? Did you watch the Scott Atlas clips in Aaron's montage? I mean, how much different would life in America be right this moment? If that was on your television screen for the last five months as opposed to Fauci and Burks. How much different? It's inestimable. Uh, it is. Because he was the worm tongue that whispered into it, all it of is. sports radio and everything. It just infected uh, for months. I, I Listen, I don't, I don't want Kamala Harris to be the next president of the United States. Let's just be honest about that. Of course. Okay. But if you're wondering... Why, why Trump went from a guy presiding over the best economic boom in 20 years, who even despite his divisive personality, couldn't possibly lose to a dementia patient, to now the plucky little engine that could, okay? 80 days until the election. If you want to know how this happened, it's because you didn't have 
people like Scott Atlas. And folks, I'm just telling you, if you and you've been watching and following the show this entire pandemic, you know Atlas is not even a lone wolf. There are legions of names of people with expertise in the scientific community that this White House and Mike Pence with his corona, uh, you know, he, this was his task force. He appointed those people and the president gave him the power to do that. And they've been talking since March. Yes, They're not they Johnny have not been lately. quiet. They've not been quiet. Guys, how the hell did I get invited on a conference call with like the elite public health experts at Stanford University? Because they are des- they were desperate. And when was that call? Was that like four months ago? Yeah, oh, it was, was in April. It was in April. You made me stalk them for like 24 hours. I mean, they, they, they were desperate to get this message out. It's, this is, he's not even a unicorn. Not even close. We could have supplied layers of names. I have. You've, you've seen and heard us cite them on this show all along. I, I, I mean, I, I, I need to know. What went on in that West Wing watching Fauci just kneecap your presidency day after day after day and giving him the platform to do it? It doesn't make any sense, man. You know why I became a Christian? Number one reason. Well, the meta reason is those he foresaw, he also foreknew. I I understand that, okay? But in my limited human understanding... What brought me to faith at the time is that it made the world make sense. That's what it was. It wasn't, I mean, I felt bad about bad stuff I've done lots of times, right? We all have. It wasn't that. What truly really brought me to faith is the only belief system that makes all of this make sense is the biblical worldview. Why are we the way we are? Why even now? 15 years. No, 17 years into my walk do I still live on a Romans 7 road? Still at times. Why? Why are we like this? What is it? What's wrong with us? Why is the world like this? And then it's not enough to know why what's wrong, but what can be done about it? What's the solution? The only belief system that sufficiently doesn't mean I agreed with all the answers, but it was the only one that had answers. To those three questions the most important questions of the cosmos why are we here what's wrong with us where are we going it was the only one it's the only one that put the universe into order that made sense now, i don't know the way you're wired for me i need things to make sense you guys have worked and been around me long enough to know i will accept fates i know i cannot control if they make sense you know that. Right. I don't lament and struggle about the things that were beyond my control. How much, what, what's the ratio of times, I, looking back on 2016, I have complained about Fox going into the tank for Trump to the stupid apologies to Ben Carson for something we never did in a campaign he was never serious about. Which of those two things have I complained and lamented about more? And as I've, as I've The latter. The latter. And it's not even close. Why? Because we could have controlled that. We could have controlled that. Couldn't control the former. We couldn't. And frankly, we were winning without that. We weren't Fox's candidate the whole time. Scott Walker, Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio were. We still we beat all those guys in Iowa. Now it's it's when it's I'm fine accepting a loss if it's beyond 
my control. I just need it to not be beyond my comprehension. I don't understand what they did there for months after months. In fact, I should be ecstatic watching those clips of Scott Atlas and Aaron's montage. I'm not. I'm actually more pissed than I was before. Because we could have had that dose of adulting for the last five months, for the last four months, three months, two months. And now here we are. Can my kid go back to school? What does he have to wear a Darth helmet, Darth Vader or Darth helmet helmet? Which one? Can we play football in one part of the country and not in another? Here we are. When's my movie theater ever opening again? Can I take my kid to the skating rink? Can we do anything? Can I have a wedding? Here we are. So that's dumb number one. Dumb number two. Kamala Harris, really? Really? I, I mean, guys, <laughs> they have to know their candidate's a dementia patient, right? They, they have to know this, don't they? Yes. Okay. So then they have to know that this VP can't be a novelty pick. It has to be somebody that people right away see as a serious president, right? Right? Okay. Right? Man, crazy voices in my head. I had one yesterday. You want to hear it? Yeah. And it's actually turning... I'm the one... You, last week, you were more skeptical that uh, Biden would ultimately be the nominee than I would. I said they're probably on this train. Now, doing her. She's called the man a racist and a sexual offender I know, before. I know. They may be actually planting the seed. Your own vice president, the pre everybody may be in on a plan on running him out of town with the vice president that he named. It's such a disaster. And then we go on from there. But then, Todd, if that's the plan, they chose somebody who their own primary voters Laughed oh, off I, the national stage. She was. She had no traction as a black woman in the with black voters. I know none, none. Zip zilch nada. None. She had none. And but, then and then she had to leave the race two full months before the first yeah, vote was cast I know, in Iowa. I know. And 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 so you think that this woman that your own primary voters did not view as a credible presidential candidate? I know. You think that she is credible, therefore, to oh, no. the country at large? No, she's not credible, but she's credible to getting him out, and they need to get him Has out. A, like a and total if reboot? He, if he wants to... Be, see, that was the problem. If he wants to be there, regardless of what his state of mind is, you and no matter how many times you ask him, he's not getting out. you got to force him out. You, you've nominated somebody. They pick somebody whose only moment of competency or credibility as a candidate was calling your nominee a racist in front of millions of Americans. It then said she believed, as you pointed out, his accusers. Has no traction with black voters at all. None. None. Like zip. Like Mayor Pete did better with black voters, guys. Dropped out of the race two months before the first vote was taken. She was laughed off the stage. Laughed off the stage. She was Tulsi Gabbard. Remember that name? Yeah. Doesn't that seem like it's been 20 years since we've heard Tulsi oh, Gabbard's name? She just took her to... She was Tulsi Gabbard's slump buster, guys. Like, she was... 
one shining moment. And when Tulsi Gabbard shows up in the, in, the, in the one shining moment of the Democratic primary, it's her denutting Kamala Harris. Okay? And she's, by the way, from a state, as Aaron pointed out, if you nominate the Ayatollah Khomeini, you're winning by 20 points. I don't understand what she provides. You can't. Anywhere. Why you anywhere. Need to, you need, whatever your darkest thoughts on this are, you need to listen to them because they're the most rational about this. None of it makes sense. That's another level of dumb. I don't understand. If I, now, you know, I couldn't figure out what Trump was thinking a minute ago when we talked about why did it take so long to put Scott Atlas up there. Now I know what he's thinking. I really am the luckiest son of a bleep that ever lived. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, we did. That's rest- who they went with. We talked about this last week. The, the one who dumbest last loses is just going to be epic till the end. And then there's what happened with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 yesterday. Oh, that. There's a clip going around of like the leading infectious disease expert at the University of Michigan on CNN. When asked, hey, what specific medical information are you concerned about? Provided none. But she did say, there's too many unknowns. Get this. So we should probably just hit pause on the college football season. Where have we heard that language before? There's just too many unknowns. So we just need to hit pause on the economy. And now you've got, I mean, the the Atlantic Coast Conference, they got a couple decent medical schools, you know, Wake Forest, okay. My understanding is some, they got some podunk Juco med school down there called Duke. You guys ever heard of that place? Duke, Duke, yeah. Yeah, thanks. And, And they got this thing called like the Research Triangle, you know, down there. I know. I mean, you guys just kind of have some schlepping universities down there that literally anybody can get into. I mean, if you're a college, high school dropout, they just pick anybody at those schools. But I mean, the 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 leading infectious disease expert at Duke is guiding the ACC. He's on national television on ESPN in the morning saying, "Absolutely, we can make it safe to play." I mean, it's not riskless. There's going to be positive cases, but hey, we can make it safe to play. If you're willing to accept the risk of positive cases, if you're willing to accept that we can make it safe to play. And the Big Ten. Most of these are medical schools. Michigan, one of the highest rated medical schools in the world. Michigan's university president for the first time is an active physician. One of the leading immunologists of the world from Johns Hopkins and Brown University. He never once visited the Michigan football team the last two months while they have been on campus working out. Not once. Never once checked out whether they were social distancing properly, checked out the precautions, never never spoke to the players, not a single time and he is a doctor and they've offered no specific medical information now we've got these commissioners in other leagues saying hey what medical information you guys have that our medical schools don't because i'm we're seeing greg sankey's like everything i'm seeing says we should keep pushing and see go to the next phase and see if that'll work so if you guys are knowing something that's going to save young men's lives by all means can you can you share it with the rest of the country zip zilch nada Nothing, nothing, nothing at all, which means they were, these are the, by the way, these are the only two conferences that you had the player united organizational efforts and they're the two conferences that canceled their seasons. Do you think that's a coincidence? I mean, these lefties love unions. These lefty, these lefty elites love unions until they've got to negotiate with them. Maybe you notice that one.
Okay, so they're the only two conferences so far that have canceled and then the two conferences whose players began organizing. I wonder if that is a coincidence. I'm sure it's just random occurrence. And they offer nothing, nothing to all those young men and then young women, because all their fall sports teams have been up there practicing this whole time. Nothing, no explanations at all. Nothing, no specifics. Oh, it's this myocarditis or whatever it's called. Folks, there's, there's this form of heart inflammation with every virus associated with it. This is not new. The SEC's actually been testing its players for this for the last five months because it's, part, it's, it's, it's basic epidemiology with virus, viral outbreaks comes an added risk of heart inflammation. You can have myocarditis with a bad flu season, for example. Don't you think if that's what it was too, wouldn't they have told us that? And why is that not a concern in the spring? Yeah. If that's what it was, they would have told us that and made it their fig leaf. But they didn't. They didn't tell us that. They didn't tell us anything. I mean, this level of dumb, I... I what can men do yep. against such reckless I was stupidity? just going to say that, man. It's... What do you do? What, what, what do you do? What do you do at that point? Look for methods to self-medicate. That's what you do. I, I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to do, man. Look for ways to self-medicate. I mean, there's just, what do you do? What, what do you do when facts just don't matter? They just don't matter. Where even the Ninevites are like, oh, wow, yeah, we should repent. When the facts don't matter, what do you do? That's the question I'm asking myself. You know, now that America is opening up everywhere except about uh, half the country that plays college football. Have you guys noticed, by the way, that the states that have already said they're not going to play major college football, I should say, the Power Five conferences that are predominantly in a footprint where Trump cannot win or it's difficult for him to win. Those two conferences are the ones that said they're not going to play. And the three conferences where it's much easier for Trump to win in those regions are the ones that are still playing. Just just random facts with Steve. Again, random facts with Steve. That again, that could just be a cosmic level of coincidence. Could be. Oh. Uh 6 12 18 24 42. Could just all be a coincidence, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. I see all your unknown variables and I raise you that one yeah. right there. Yeah. Anyway, now that the country is reopening everywhere except um, Big Ten and, and Pac-12 uh, college football uh, programs, which while well, they welcome the kids back to campus, by the way, uh, that doesn't mean that we should not have learned the lesson still and keep and, and keep going by and, and abiding the lesson to take control of our health as much as we can with as much preventative measures as we can. All right. And that's where Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition comes in because one scoop has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, the kinds of stuff that boost energy, supports healthy immune system. And we have known for many, many decades now, just like we, well, maybe that'll change too. Like we used to know masks don't work. Favorite thing I've seen so far this morning is Duke University has a tweet out today with its football coach. 
hey, you know, we're following the science and we still think we can play. Meanwhile, though, um, their coach is wearing one of those cloth gator masks <laughs> that their own university published a study over the weekend saying don't work. There's an hour and a half left of this. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. Back to Brickhouse Nutrition. All right. <laughs> At this point, you want to immunize yourself from as many experts as you possibly can. All right. So. The old stuff we used to know is still true, like fruits and vegetables, diets that are dense in those things can uh, prevent a lot of bad stuff that can happen to you. And that's where Brickhouse Nutrition comes in. One scoop in any water-based drink, you've got one full serving of organic USDA fruits and vegetables. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order with the uh, with the offer code Steve at BrickhouseSteve.com. And if you want to keep going and you subscribe monthly, they'll take another 10% off every month as well. So get those discounts with the promo code Steve at BrickhouseSteve. Steve.com. Let's get to buy, sell, or hold our weekly game where Aaron, with some help from you and the audience, puts forth to Todd and I a series of predictions and prophecies and premises that uh, you guys want us to buy or sell. Hopefully, we'll have an answer or a reason why that's the case. Once per show, we are permitted to hold. But this week, given the mental state of this program, we are going to allow one time only until maybe next week as many holds as you need <laughs> with no penalty. Wow. Right? That's you may hold harmless as many times as you need. That's given. Ex- I mean, guys, guys, <laughs> yesterday, the conference with the most decorated medical schools in its, in its, in its, in its membership canceled a football season and didn't provide one good medical reason why they needed to do it. Joe Biden picked a running mate that called him a racist and a sex offender and, and, and was such a joke. She was laughed out of the race two months before anyone voted. Okay, guys, there's no capping the dumb right now. Yes, Aaron. Here's a yo quote. Bob Bowlesby, commissioner of the big 12 is, uh, is, uh, doing a press conference as we speak, talking about the start of big 12 football. Ready for this quote? Yeah. Quote, I have better information and our presidents have better information than those in the fourth estate. Our board believes in our scientists and have come to an agreement that is different. I've known Bob Bowlesby for a long time because he used to be the athletic director at the University of Iowa. Well, I should say I knew him when he was the athletic director at the University of Iowa. Back then he was known as Dollar Bob because he was just in perpetual fundraising motion, man. And he was known for saying a lot of stuff without saying anything. That's how he got like cool jobs, like head of the NCAA selection committee for basketball. And, and, but, but he wouldn't say anything, but then behind the scenes, dude was an assassin. So it, it just so happened that the one year ever in the history of the NCAA tournament, Iowa, Iowa state and Northern Iowa, which is another school that Bob Bowlesby used to be the AD for the only year in the history of the NCAA tournament, Iowa, Iowa state and Northern Iowa each received at large bids to the NCAA tournament happened to be the year meaning that they nobody won a conference to get in. They had to like get selected, okay? The only year that has ever happened happened to be the year that Bob Bowlesby was the chairman of the committee. <laughs> now, maybe that's a random occurrence coincidence as well. I don't know, okay? But the guy is usually pretty smooth, and he is not one to drop a bomb like that. 
So if, if you have pushed Bob Bowlesby beyond his talking points. Corona bros on notice. Yeah, then he is putting the Corona bros on notice that um, that's just not how Bob Bowlesby, commu- that's how I communicate, <laughs> All right? But that's not how Bob Bowlesby typically communicates. That is fascinating. All right, let's go to the... Uh, Buy, sell, or hold, Aaron. Go ahead. All right. We'll start with You Can't Handle the Truth, who says results of the 2020 election will not be known or finalized until after Christmas. Sell. Why? Why? Why are you selling, Todd? Tell me why. Uh, I I just don't think it's going to... If Well, I don't think it's going to be that close. If that... There's a level of if we don't know that there's a level of nefariousness going on that does not have to do with the actual will of the people. That's why that was my answer. So I'm yes I'm equivoc I'm putting an asterisk on this, but I don't. I just don't. I think the vote itself I I think will be obvious enough. So after. After yesterday, this is where, this is my default setting now. Until right now, we are scheduled to have our final show of the year. I think it's the 21st or the 22nd of December before we head off for our annual Christmas basement dwelling, right? Or as tomorrow. A, as a show. Or tomorrow, as the case may be. Um, between now and then. This is where I am at with 2020. Whatever, for me, on a personal level, or the country, is the most painful outcome remotely possible, I am going to say, that's the one. 2020, I hear you. I'm finally listening. You have my undivided attention. Hands up. Don't shoot. This is me giving up. And I actually, unlike Michael Brown, I actually did say it. This is me giving up. As the great prophet blues traveler, blues traveler once sang, the mountain wins again. Okay. I'm done. I have been, uh, I'm, I'm no longer keeping the uh, thou must beat thy head against that wall commandment. I'm not doing that anymore. So you win. That is the worst possible next to a asteroid collision uh, on terra firma. That is the worst po- on, the, on election day. That's the worst possible outcome for this country. So buy. Parlayed in with uh, one or two uh, vacancies on the Supreme Court. Yeah, buy. buy, buy. I yeah. mean, imagine the Florida recount but with social media, we're 20 years dumber. The candidates are far more divisive than they were then. And a, a country that is that, at le- that a good portion of, of, of the people here are trying to hit cancel on, on what America is. Imagine that, the Florida recount in this environment. Okay? Bye. Bye. Every time we look into the eyes, the soulless eyes of 2020... Yes. And say, surely you can't be serious. Yes. 2020 looks back into our eyes, spits on our face, and says, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. (laughs) 
Yes. Next, Konstantinos Rodatis says, betting trends that Biden would win went down after he announced Harris. Combine that with the smart political moves made by Trump in the last week, and the buy-sell hold is, you'll see Trump within four points in national polls within two weeks. When's the convention? Is it is it is in two weeks, right? The Democrats aren't they next week, and then the Republicans with their virtual convention aren't they the week after? I want to say, I I don't know. <laughs> what is it? I know. How We're, about the fact I don't know? I know. How about the fact I don't know? How about the fact I don't know? I don't know with the real clear politics, dude. I knew. I can tell you right now with the real clear politics polling average was at this time in the 2008 election. And I don't know what it is right now in this one. How about that? How about and them apples? And you don't care either. And I don't even care to know. I don't, I don't. But if you're gonna ask me about environment, then I will buy. I said last week, before the events that have transpired, before Trump's gambit with the executive order, before Kamala Harris, uh, before Scott Atlas, that now was the time in the markets to buy Trump. Remember I said that he can't get any lower. His stock can't get any lower than it is right now. So now is the time to buy. And I do agree that the race will tighten um, over the next couple of weeks. I agree. So I'll buy with that. I, I don't know about the specifics of the polls, but I buy the environment, the premise of the environment. So I'll buy that. Uh... I'll I'll sell. I think I, I believe that that philosophically can happen, but I think with this football, the the, the non-return to normalcy, I think there's going to be other uh, cancellations of high school football, perhaps that precede it, uh, that come after that in in the Midwest. Because I've 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 read some of their thinking about how we're watching what the. Uh, the bigger leagues are, are doing, and it would be irresponsible for us to move forward if they don't think they can. So I, I think we're going to be living in a bit of a malaise. I actually think, though, that I agree that that's going to happen. I actually think that plays to his favor. Here's why. Because the argument has been, hey, you know, uh, Gretchen Whitmer was, res- that's why we get to do, that's, we we get to, you guys didn't do what we did in Michigan. We didn't, you didn't lock down like we did. We took it seriously. Well, now you're not having Michigan and Michigan State football, and you may not have Michigan and Michigan State basketball either, okay? Because um, I don't think you're going to see the Big Ten play sports the entire school year, by the way. So, and they're at least not playing until January. So, so it's not safe now, but it's going to be safe at the height of the influenza season to bring all these athletes? No, I don't buy that. So, um, now you're telling people, it's it's a little bit like telling the football players, because oh, the Big Ten's saying you can keep practicing. Mm-hmm. So keep doing all the work of being a player, but don't get the reason that you actually want to play. In you know, that's like for a college football player, practice without games is like you coming to work here every day without a paycheck. Basically, that's the payoff, right? Right. Well, a lot of those people in Michigan, man, and I, again, that's a state I, I kind of know a thing or two about. You know, a lot of people there live there, good portion of my life. They took great pride in their governor and the effort they took to do the shutdowns and stop the virus. Now you're being told though. You're not getting the payoff on the opposite end. You don't get to watch the green and white and the maize and blue. Not going to probably watch your kid. Now, right now they're practicing high school football. I bet you that gets canceled if they're not going to play college football. I don't know. I kind of think that works to his advantage in that these are these are states where the Karen governors promised you if you let us Karen you, then when we on the back end of this, you're, you you know you'll get rewarded for your diligence. And instead, they're taking the shaft up the keister, man. I don't disagree if they channel that politically. My point is they're just 
they don't trust that process. They are sick of it. It brought all of us here right and left. I just don't think that election is going to come and that's inevitable. But it is still August. And I know that should mean we're right at front and center of it. But like you said, if you don't know what any of this uh, means in terms of the poll, they don't know. And I just don't think they're going to care until perhaps the week before the election. Well, Trump is clearly, that's why he went on Clay Travis's show. Was it yesterday? Trying to make the case, hey, I'm the guy for, he's making the normalcy case now. It is safe to play everything else. Some of those voters are going to say, hey, if you would have taken this more seriously, it would be safe to play. But there are going to be voters that are going to blame Gretchen Whitmer and other people that are going to say, hey, you know, I we went along with this and now we're not getting what we thought we were going to get on the back end of it. You know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah. Okay. Moving on, Live Free or Die says Kamala Harris is the first Democrat in recent years to rise to the top following Kama Sutra instead of rules for radicals. Oh. <laughs> I debated putting that one in there, but. <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't even lie. You didn't debate that at all. You debated where to put it in. Put it in at the very end. Okay, that's what you were debating. Did you see Jesse Kelly's Twitter feed about? Oh, I, I I did. Yeah, I did see it. Yeah. I mean, note to self, man. Banging Willie Brown is good for your career. I, I guess know, we, that's one thing that, we learned yeah. yesterday. I mean, um, wow, wow. I I'm gonna buy. I guess sure. Why not? I will hold that tenderly. Uh, 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 Nathan Cotis says, if the Big Ten Pac-12 does not play this fall, it would put them significantly behind the SEC, ACC, Big 12 in recruiting for the next decade. Well, you have to clarify if those leagues play. If those leagues play. If those leagues play, those other two, the Big Ten and Pac-12 will not recover generationally. Uh, They will not competitively recover generationally in our time. They have SMU'd themselves if those leagues play. Okay. Now, if they don't play, it's not really going to hurt them that much at all because then they all are have shared blame at that point. Except right now, they're all being negative recruited bad, really bad. Okay. Hey, how do you know when your team's ever going to come back? Your player, these schools are ever going to play again? You know they're going to play next year. You should sign with us instead. They're going to have to put even if the even if those other three leagues don't play, they're going to have to put up with that for the next four to six weeks while they figure out whether those other leagues are going to play or not. So that's your best case scenario is that you're getting your recruiting class rated. If those other leagues don't play, though, in the end, it won't make much of a difference. But if they do play, yeah, it's a catastrophic event. Yeah, this is where it's amazing. Like uh, even my uh, Barry Alvarez. Uh, as as tenured and respected an ad in probably the entire uh, land and all of his like there are too many unknowns you want to talk unknowns like what's going to happen to your entire athletic department i know you're getting pretty long in the tooth there barry but there's going to be nothing to pass on and this is why if i was nebraska and if they are as you say steve and you've you trust your birdies mm-hmm. like from top to bottom holistically like we want to play football if, if this is a school like one of the blue bloods that probably had lost the most luster of any blue blood and probably was going to have the hardest time taking it back just because of changing landscape geography who they recruit from if they want to be on a national scene again i would be absolutely we're out of this sissy uh, league full of sissies i would be the maxing that out right now they got to find a league that will take them. I think only one would of the major ones. The go, Big 12, I think, would take them go back. Go back. I think it would take them back. I don't think the other ones would take them, though, but I think the Big 12 would. Yeah. We'll come back hour two, uh, the day show here on Blaze TV radio podcast. Coming your way, more buy, sell, and hold next.
Let's get back at it here. Hour two, live and on demand on Blaze TV radio podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email us. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. At Steve Dace on Parlor. Uh, what else? Uh, YouTube.com slash Steve Dace is where you can go to get to free samples of the show. And then don't forget, if you're a podcast listener, please leave us a five-star review if you haven't done so already. Heck, even if you already have. Is that my voice? Was that your Muppet voice? Yeah. Did I just like take some helium? That was kind of cool. Can I make that happen again? No. Uh, so that was rather random. I am Pazuzu. Uh, even if you've already left us one of those five-star reviews, please consider doing so again. I don't know if all of those will count, but right now, man, I need to pick me up. All right. Uh, also hit that subscribe button if you haven't done that uh, for us uh, as well. Thank you very much. Let's get back to Buy, Seller, Hold, brought to you by Home Title Lock. Don't let what happened to Deborah happen to you. She had no idea that her home's title had been thieved until she got an eviction notice in the mail. See, these days, uh, cyber thieves know that a lot of our home titles are kept online, so they go in there, forge your name on your deed, stating you sold your home, and refile it to themselves. As the new owner, they get all of that equity. They get a hold of your home, and a lot of times you don't know about it until the bill comes due, until you go to maybe get a HELOC and you're rejected because you already had one you didn't even know about, or you lose your home outright. As Deborah did, she had to fight to get it back. Now, your homeowner's insurance will not cover this. About the only thing I know that does work, though, is home title lock. The instant they detect tampering, they will mobilize to shut it down. But first things first, go to hometitlelock.com and register your address to see if you've already been a victim of home title fraud and you don't yet know it at hometitlelock.com. And then while you're there, if you want to sign up, get 60 free day or 30 free days of protection. 30 free days of protection at hometitlelock.com, promo code Steve. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Steve to get 30 free days of protection today. Aaron. We'll move on. This next one from Gregory Douglas, who says the ACC, Big 12, and SEC will either see an increase in their number of teams this fall and a massive influx of transfers from highly touted pro prospects who plan to enter the 2021 draft. Um, well, he said either, but then he said and. Usually it's either or and and also. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, yes. it's like it gave me a choice and then said, but and the other thing will both happen. So uh, how do you want to worry? You tell me. Let's let's umpire. do uh let's do ACC, Big Twelve, and SEC. We'll see an increase in number of teams this fall. Sell. It's I'm too gonna, late for that. Yeah, I think it's too late for that. I'm, that I'm gonna sell on. What's okay? even more too late for a sudden influx of players? That I think there's a much better chance for. This season? Yeah, I do. How I, I think now we're supposed to play in like that's the issue if those leagues there's a there the time and 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 see i will i'm gonna i promise you justin fields start naming players in these two leagues penny sewell out at oregon you know the guys that we know are big timers that are going to be big time nfl draft picks they're on the phone right now they've already they've already received calls or have made calls down south they're they're talking to players they know on these teams hey what are your protocols are like now, they're not going to preemptively move without an assurance that they're going to play down there, right? So the timing's a little tricky. Um, I, I, I think it depends on when do these conferences go to... See, here's the key point. When did the conferences go to padded practices? When did they start hitting? 
if the conf- if these other three conferences survive padded practice stage, you're going to see games, right? That's when you're going to see games. If they don't make it past the padded practice stage, we're not going to see any college football this year. Now, when does that happen? How early into camp? I think the SEC starts camp, I want to say, on the 17th. So how early into that do they start going to pads? Because here's why that matters. That will tell those players then that want to still play. Like if you're Justin Fields, you're like, hey, you know, no Tua at Alabama. Mac Jones is okay. And then there's a freshman. I can just step right in there and play with all that talent. Najee Harris and all those guys right now. You know, Jalen Waddell, play with maybe the top off. Alex Leatherwood, maybe the top offensive line in college football. Go play for them right now. But I need to know they're going to play. Okay. And so... I don't know that we know the timing of that yet. How early in their camps do they have padded practices? And then after those first few days of padded practices, if there aren't waves of new cases, that's how you're going to see games. And if it's early enough in the camp that these players can transfer in because the NCAA will let them get immediate eligibility. If if it's early enough that they can then make the call, then I do think you could see. It won't be a wave. Well, define a wave. Yeah, it's not going to be Could it be that. 15 to 20 really, really good players? Is that a wave of new players? Yeah, well, it's not, okay. that's not a massive influx. I, a massive influx is impossible. You, you can't run football, a team like that. You can't sell out the men, young men you've been you, claiming you, you, a bond, uh, bond to, with. That's that, impossible. That's true. In mass, you cannot. You cannot. So that's and, not going to happen. Yeah. And all three leagues, it was also like, – I, like I said, Nebraska, I would just – Go. You can't have a possible possible better brand builder than to say the hell with y'all. I'm going back. Yeah, I think what you're seeing with the Nebraska fans is they want out of the Big Ten. And the administration is listening to that. And they may use this. I mean, it's even being written about now in the Nebraska papers, Omaha World Herald today. I think they may use this as the impetus for the divorce. That this was kind of a marriage of convenience. Nebraska never really brought any, doesn't bring any television eyes. Their football program yeah. has lost its luster. I think one of the reasons, though, it's lost its luster is it's outside of its normal footprint. It doesn't have a natural recruiting footprint in our league, and it does if it goes back to the old Big 12. And for teams to enter the, the three conferences, you have to have teams who want, no one from the Pac-12 is going to do that. Who else besides Nebraska? We were talking about that. Like If, I were, if the administration from Ohio State with its pedigree right now and its dominance, I would like, does it have anything to worry about from the Big Ten? I would just say, screw you guys. I'm going to go play in the SEC for a year and I dare you to uh, penalize me and not let me come back. But I don't think that their president probably is that person. So I have been retweeted by some weird people this year, guys. Remember Hungry Eyes, that one hit wonder yeah. that went to number one oh, in the got 80s? got something good right now? Eric oh. Carmen, he has retweeted me this year. Um, I've had oh, there were several others. Derek Anderson, longtime NFL backup quarterback yeah. for Oregon State. There's uh, well, that's that's just happened a minute ago. Washington football team. Uh, Jack Del. Oh Rio. yeah, Jack Del Rio. Yeah. I mean, dude, Jack Del Rio is a borderline NFL Hall of Famer. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I, there, I've had a weird assortment of people retweeting me this year. It's just kind of strange. Sorry, uh, digression. Go ahead, Aaron. You got something else? No, that was it. Oh. That was it. Sorry. Okay. Wretch66 uh, says, all fall and winter sports, professional college, and high school will be canceled within a week of either side of Labor Day. Panic must be maintained. Hard sell. Not happening. It'll happen in some spots, probably the places that we know Trump can't win, but um, 
I mean, Major League Baseball ain't walking away from a billion dollars, guys. They've already seen the worst of it already with what's gone on with the Marlins and the Cardinals. No way those owners are. There's a billion dollars sitting on the table waiting for them at the end of the rainbow if they get to a, the final game and pitch of the World Series. They are not. They did not come this far to walk away from that. The bubble in the NBA has has been spectacular in its performance. And the NFL, I mean, goodness, if there, if there is no college football, the whole weekend of ad inventory that they have now at their disposal, Saturday nights, you know, you're going to see the NFL become like college football, Thursday games, Saturday games, Saturday night games, Sunday games, Sunday night, Monday night. Um, uh, no, no, you won't see it in mass. You won't. You will see it, though, in concentrated places where it's going to hurt you. You know, cut your deep Shrek, like Big Ten, eight, Pac-12 football, like that. Okay, but no. On the pro sports level, they're all going in all the way. Too much money to be made now. Yeah, I am selling. Again, it's too comprehensive, but it's going to be, right now there's 37 of 50 states playing high school football. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that number dropping. I can see it too, dropping too. Yeah, I agree Not with that. Not for good reasons, but I can see yep. it doing. I, I can see that too. And and if we want to be as fair as possible, it is a little bit different. Well, it's a lot different dealing with people who are not getting directly paid, right? And when you talk high school with your own kids, it's different. I think we all acknowledge that it's different. The The question isn't, is it different? It's The question is, is it dangerous? And that's the issue, Okay. Is the Big Twelve and the Big Ten and the Pac twelve have presented no evidence, and they had ample. I mean, the big they each have their own television channels. They had press conferences. They presented the the only the, the Pac twelve. I listened to their press conference. The only specific thing that their medical director brought up was a lack of rapid and, and reliable saliva based tests. You know, to keep on top of who's positive and who's not. And we mentioned that company out there in San Diego, which is Pac-12 country, that's Sorrento, that has been waiting for quite a while for an FDA approval for a $10 rapid, uh, you know, kind of a pregnancy test that is self-contained, all right? Um, and that's why they want something like a saliva test and something that can be self-contained. That doesn't have, not everything, because every time you need a doctor to do it, that's more money. It gets really expensive. Um, but they offered no other additional medical information. The Big Ten didn't even offer that. Okay, I mean, the Big Ten didn't even say that was an issue. They didn't give any issues. So um, I I actually think the chances of college football happening this fall went up yesterday. And I'm sad to say that because I know if I'm right, you know, the teams we all grew up rooting for are going to be, I think, generationally damaged by this. But the fact that the Big Ten and Pac-12 went out there and had no real medical information beyond panic porn offered no specifics at all. I think you can sense in the tone from Bob Bolsby today, the commissioner of the Big 12. We already talked about that. You could sense from the commissioner of the SEC and uh, the ACC's own medical expert. I think they're emboldened to continue to press on, actually. Agreed. I mean, the ACC's got a new television network. You want to increase the value of that? Not have, hey, Get rid of the Big 10 and, and take over all that new inventory that you know all these satellite providers and everything else are going to be looking for, right? So, yeah. Next up is Crow of Approval, who says the NFL will shatter previous ratings records when they start playing on Saturdays every week, causing more nationally broadcast games. I buy with a caveat. Buy with a caveat. How far do they want to push the politicization? Because what we have seen 
in in now Major League Baseball is starting to come back a little bit since they've gotten away from it and back to the games. The NBA ratings, man, are tanking bad, hard. And so, do they want? Do they? Is it a week one thing? And then okay, hey, we we paid our alms and and we 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 bowed our knee to the spirit of the age and all right, back to regular order. You know, we 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 gave you your kickback, or is it a week to week thing? If it's a week to week thing, we have seen in the other sports there will be a ratings price to pay for that. Now it won't be as it won't be as as um, uh, exorbitant in the NFL because it's king football. It's a, it's the favorite sport of the country, but it, but it will limit their ability to shatter say records like you're talking about. If it's just a one week thing and then we kind of just all right, let's we're, we're here to play football now. Then I think the records will be the ratings will be extraordinary. I agree with that. So. I guess since I don't know the answer to that, I have to hold again because I don't know, you know, if they plan on pimping the, the, the left wing politics every single day or not or every single week or not. Yeah, my my analysis is the same. Next up, uh, David Bravo says over under on sports journalists complaining about being laid off or furloughed six weeks after the start of the football season. What, um, not enough would be my over under. So six weeks. Yeah. So you're taking the under or the over? Oh, oh, he gave me the timetable, not the amount of sports writers. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. I'll take the... I'll take the over. I'll take the over. That'll take a little bit longer than that. A little bit longer. But trust me, I, I plan on enjoying every single one. Every single one. At my age, you need new things to stimulate you. And I, I, I can't wait. You know, was it, was it Shapiro that used to keep the, the jar of leftist tears on his studio desk? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Let's just put it this way. It's going to be a lot of times I'm going to have to go home and see what the wife is doing. I'm going to leave it at that. I can't wait. Uh, next up is Justin Rowland. The SEC will cave within the month. Sell. I think the odds of playing have gone up. I do. I think, I, think, I think you can see the tone of the defiance of the other leagues and the certainty in their defiance and the fact that... Because here, here's the difference. When, I, when we all predicted last week that after the Big Ten released its schedule that they would play at least one game Labor Day weekend. Remember, I did throw one caveat out there. The only people that would wreck this at this point, I said, would be what? The presidents. Because they're political animals and they freak out. If they don't do that, the Big Ten is playing opening weekend. The presidents in, in, down south are not the same as the ones up here. I mean, the, the, the chancellor at Tennessee already visited football practice. The chancellor at Florida State held a press conference yesterday urging the other conference, you know, saying, hey, we're united and wanting to play, and here's our attendance plan for Dote Campbell this year. It's a different culture down there. And so the presidents is the presidents aren't going to preemptively step in, step in here like what happened up north here. Where the presidents will step in is if they go to padded practices and the, num- and, and the students are on campus— and the numbers of cases skyrocket. But that was going to happen anywhere anyway, right? I think we all recognize that if that occurred, if they started hitting each other and the numbers skyrocketed, they weren't going to play anyway, right? That was going to be the, everywhere in the country, that was going to be the tap out, right? Right. 
So in the SEC, you're at least going to get your chance to prove that. Now you will in the ACC and the Big 12 too. I think those three leagues are going all the way to padded practices, in my opinion. And then we'll see what the numbers look like once they do. And if the numbers stay somewhat stable or it's a few tests positive a week or whatever that they can isolate, I think fire up the CBS SEC theme, you'll be hearing it. But if they start, if, if, if once they start hitting, we get, we get, we get like 20, 30 positives, they'll cut the cord then. So you, these big 10 presidents, most of them hate football. A lot of the people in the administration hate football. They would love, they would consider it a cultural victory. This is the transgenering America uh, and all that football stands for getting rid of that and, and having, you know, uh, women's soccer, and you know how much I love women's soccer, having all that remain, it doesn't matter that football is the thing that pays for it. They'll, like, figure out how to do that later. But they just, they, they really resent it. They resent what it stands for, what it's about, that it's a I distraction. I think people down south don't understand this. Yeah. But but he, everything Aaron, or that Todd is telling you is true. There's a few limited exceptions. You'll run into it every now and then. I mean, when, before Aaron was born, the University of Iowa, when, they, when, when Hayden Fry was there, they had the number one team in the country for five weeks in a row. I mean, their president at the time, Hunter Rawlings, tried to get the football program eliminated and to go non-scholarship Ivy League. I think down south, you guys don't understand that, you know, and this goes back to the old Northwest Ordinance days, that we were the first settled part of the country at, here in the Big Ten footprint after the 13 colonies, right? And ever since then... There's been a lot of cross-pollination between Ivy League schools and our universities up here. And a lot of our people that, you know, become president of Michigan. So, you know, our president came from Brown, the Ivy League. You become, you leave Brown to go to Michigan as the president so you can go back to Brown and be the chancellor or the provost there, right? These are, these, the the cultures academically up here of the Ivy League schools are very, are, are historically connected for more than a, going on a second or third century now. And athletics at a lot of these places, these guys look at it as they hate the fact that it is the front porch of the university, that it gets so much more acclaim than their research grants and everything else. They do view it as in the way. This this used to be a major issue in the 80s and 90s. It's kind of gone away with the advent of the Big Ten Television Network because they were all making so much money that it kept people silent. But there is a dramatically different culture amongst the university presidents down where y'all live. Down where y'all live, your presidents know their place. They know their place. Even it is even like Austin. You know, Austin's probably the closest thing to Michigan or Wisconsin that the Big 12 has in terms of a high-ranking public university at Texas that's great at sports, but it has, is very, 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 very left-wing, right? Even there, president of the University of Texas knows. Hook them. Or we hook you. That's how we roll down here. Even he knows that. So that's not the way it operates up here. It's just It's just different. Up next is Jacob, who says the DNC already know who they would like to run in 2024, but they saved them for an election without any uh, without an incumbent. I I got to sell because to, to buy the premise of this, I have to I have to believe that they're trying to lose. Right. Yeah, to some extent, yeah, I have to buy that. Now I got to tell you the. The selection of Kamala Harris last week or yesterday has <laughs> I entertained that notion for a few minutes. I I just don't see a, a single benefit that she offers. Like nothing, nothing. I don't think she adds anything. I really don't. 
Like nothing. I think she diminishes Joe Biden's candidacy. But if they didn't care about this election, they wouldn't have necromanced Joe Biden 72 hours before Super Tuesday to stop Bernie Sanders at all costs. They wouldn't have done that. Um, they, they would not they would not be all in team lockdown, blah, 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 blah. They, clearly, they are pulling out all the stops, I guess until yesterday, <laughs> to win this thing. So I'm going to sell. Yeah, I, that's that's an idol that I listen, look at what how much has changed just from 2016 to 2020. Yeah. I. I they're going to be, they don't have the transgender ideal quite yet. They're hoping for it. So. Now, do I think that they have ideas? They've had, hey, if Joe loses, some of the Republican parties oh, have yeah, those but, ideas. Yeah, but like some kind of master plan. If they were going to do that, they'd have let the primary run its course, guys. Because Bernie Sanders is the future. You just saw all the squad that endorsed him all won their primaries convincingly. All right. He's the future of where this thing's going. And they know this. So, but but so if they if they if they if they were fine losing here, they just would have let Bernie Sanders be the the next George McGovern. Go out there, get your ass kicked. But you're but you're kind of the herald of the new stage of evolution of our party. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Then it just played it out like that. No, they they instead necromanced a dementia patient. No, no, I think they're all in. Up next is Andrew Hansen, who says living in the world of left behind would be an improvement over our living in 2020, because at least we'd have a set expiration date for our suffering. I, I'm I'm going to buy because at least they would it would make that would make sense. Living in a left behind world to me, because I just told you earlier in the show, I, I need that. I need things to make sense. I need them to. I, I even if even if it's not the it doesn't the math is not what I want it to add up to be. I, I just need to know that the math adds up somewhere along the line, at least in a tribulation event, apocalyptic event, we're heading somewhere. I have no idea where this is heading. I, I don't. It, a lot of it just doesn't make any sense. And to watch a lot of people, I, I mean, I don't know how to do this job analytically if you can't even count on people to act in ways that would benefit them from a human nature standpoint. Like, how do I analyze stuff? When people just actively do stuff that doesn't benefit them. I, I mean, I just, like we're used to people sinning or, you know, I don't know about you guys. I'm like, I'm like tempted to sin with women because I like them. I'm not really tempted to sin with meth because I don't like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can do stuff. You can, when you can't even count on human nature, like I, I don't understand why Donald Trump just allowed Anthony Fauci to strip mine his presidency for five months? I don't understand it. I don't, I can't, it makes no sense. I've, and I've talked to people that are close and I've listened to every explanation. None of them make any sense. None of them do. Maybe the kind, they, they would make sense for like a week or two or a month. Five months? Five months makes no sense. Kamala Harris makes no sense. None. Makes none. Doesn't make any. I'm I, the the college football's oldest conference canceled its season, and it's a conference that has several of the highest rated medical schools in the in the world. And it couldn't offer one specific medical new development concern that led them to say, "Hey, after bringing you here for two months to practice, we're now not going to do this anymore." 
none of this makes any sense to me. And so I don't know what to do in a world where I can't even try to analyze what people are going to do based on selfish human nature, let alone altruism. It's freaking chaos theory. At least in a left behind world, I know we're heading somewhere. I'm Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, the thing says voter fraud will be the story of the 2020 election. Sell. Down goes, down the memory hole we go, and you pass Sweden in that Vegas ho-ho. Yeah, that's that's where your voter fraud's going to go. Folks, if you think the Republican Party, it's so bad right now, and I'm, I'm seeing trending Hugh Hewitt. I, I like Hugh Hewitt on a personal level. I used to work with him at Salem. He's far, dude, now he's not, Hugh's an Ohio State guy, so we had an issue there. He's also really corporate team GOP, like real team GOP. And man, I'm like activist, you know, organizer, candidate recruiter, right? Okay. You don't get more team GOP than Hugh. I'm reading right now that Hugh was losing his mind at Senator Ron Johnson from your state Mm -hmm. on his show today. Why is nobody, no subpoenas, no one's been held accountable for any of this, of these, of these attempts at this coup. What in the hell have you guys done the last few years? If, Dude, if you have pushed Hugh Hewitt to the point that he is kneecapping an elected Republican on his show, I think that tells you how bad things are. If they weren't going to go after an obvious coup and no one was going to be held accountable for it, they're not going after voter fraud. Remember the Romney campaign, Project Orca? No, you don't remember that. because they didn't do anything. I remember it because I work in the industry, but Orca was the Romney campaign's big, they had armies of attorneys and observers all lined up all over the country waiting to push back on voter fraud. It stayed on mothballs, all right? Sell. Guys, I'm just telling you, your life will come, it will make more sense if you all come to grips with the fact you all want these Republicans to win more than they do. Just accept that. I know that's a poopy fact. I know it is. It's a runny turd. In fact, I totally get it. I know. But it's also a fact, nevertheless. Yeah, I agree. This is why I said I don't think the election is going to be that close uh, earlier. I mean, the the left is the one going to be doing the voter fraud. Uh, it's good. It's going to work. They're going to win. I don't think there's the energy amongst Republicans to fight back uh, that hard on it. And if the Republicans happen to win, the uh, the Democrats are going to do things other than investigate their own voter fraud that didn't work. So, <laughs> right. you know, I, it's not going to happen. All right, Aaron, pick up your best one to finish it off while I do this, okay? Hey, if you want to get in the real estate market, uh, especially in these uncertain times, really in any times, you want to make sure you can find a real estate agent you can trust, but that's especially true given uh, how uncertain things are right now. And where can you find that kind of an agent? Because they're not going to put on their website, you can't trust me. They're not going to do that. They're not going to put on their website, I bore easily and we'll move on if I don't think I can sell your home really quick. They're not going to put on their website, my marketing plan is just keep holding open houses and I'll probably stop coming too. That they, they don't put that on their websites, guys. All right, so you need to know that there's somebody out there looking out for you, vetting these agents. Because And by the way, you want agents who like want to be vetted. Yeah, I, I know I'm good at this. I'm fine showing off my track record. Look at it. 
right? Where are you going to find those kinds of agents? Website, name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's the name. That's where you want to go. Anywhere in the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com because if you're going in right now, you want to make sure you've got an agent who is all in with you, all right? And you're going to find them right now at realestateagentsitrust.com. Aaron, give us your last best shot for a buy, sell, or hold. Parting shot. Tiny Johnny says, leftists will come to Christ when we stop preaching that he rose from the dead and start preaching that he sheltered in place before that. That's... And war goggles. Dude, I gotta... I gotta pour one out, man. I got a 5,000 G on that. Who was that? Tiny Johnny. Steve loves you 3,000. Yeah, I do love you. I mean, that's... That is transcendent. I don't have to buy it, sell it, hold it. It just... It just is. That's like the, the, spoke at the zero. So the, the title of today's sermon is Jesus is the Greater Non-Pharmaceutical Intervention. Turn in your Bibles to John chapter. We're like three minutes away from that. You know that, right? Yep. Yeah. Todd's looking forward to, well, you know Jesus would get a coronavirus vaccine, Todd. <laughs> oh. you're, waiting, you're looking forward to that, right? Oh. Yeah. That debate? Yeah. Very much. <laughs> we'll come back, our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. If you haven't had enough of that, Daniel Horowitz is still to come next. All right, back here on the Steve Day Show. Scoremaster was created by credit data scientists who want to put you back in charge of your credit. If you ever tried to get a credit report, make sense of it. There's a lot of stuff on there. You don't understand it. Credit score. Hey, that stuff is done so that the banks and lenders, they decipher those hieroglyphics and they tell you what it means and why the answer is yes or no. But Scoremaster wants to put you back in charge of your credit because it's yours and you should be in charge. And the average Scoremaster can raise their score by about 60 points in 20 days or less. And this is how it works. Um, You add points to your score fast by having your best credit score and a plan made available to you on how to get there. And why do you want your best credit score? Because it improves a lot of things in life these days. Getting a home loan, buying a car, refinancing, maybe even getting a job. A lot of employers are doing credit background checks now. So you need to have that power and ScoreMaster puts you in control of your credit score. You can enroll in minutes and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Right now, you'll be shocked at how fast you can turn things around. Just visit scoremaster.com slash Steve. Again, scoremaster.com slash Steve. That's scoremaster.com slash Steve. Let's bring in our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz is here with us. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Good to see you, Steve, without a mask, you know, because this time next week, I I predict uh, we'll have to wear it because they've now said it transmits over the Internet. Indeed. Uh, If you're a Wisconsin state employee, you wear your masks on a Zoom call, which just goes to show you the that the uh, the the talisman aspect of this to just to be seen uh, as virtuous and righteous wearing it. I thought that was Funny earlier this morning, uh, Duke University, of course, has one of the great med schools in America. Their infectious disease expert is running the ACC's 
uh, football response on whether they can play this fall. Okay, and he was on TV yesterday explaining why it was safe to play. And Duke University was very proud of their guy being on national TV. So they they tweeted out kind of to give him some props. And their football coach in the tweet is wearing one of the cloth gator masks that over the weekend Duke University published a study says do not work. <laughs> I just thought that is this in that how many times have we said this that's like this whole thing in a nutshell right yeah. i mean that's you know a half naked man walked in on urban meyer yesterday as he was doing a tv hit Did you guys see that clip yeah. yeah yeah that's gone viral anyway let's get to what's going on in the news okay watching scott atlas make the media round yesterday i should have been excited finally some sanity i got very angry made me angrier I can't help but think to myself, how much different would life in America be if we had seen that on our screens for the last five months instead of Fauci and Burks? And and then I want to cut myself. Daniel, your thoughts? I'm going to make you even angrier. Oh, by all means. Listen, if you're down in the dumps, man, and you, <laughs> you want to see to how much lower to go, call my boy here, Daniel Horowitz. That's right. See, yes. Steve, I know why you're angry, but you're not angry enough. You're angry because you're like, look, imagine if we would have had this months ago. We could have had nice things. We would have had someone who is articulate. He's grounded in rational thought and science. And the American people would have understood this rather than just a freak show with the Tony and Debbie, uh, you know, uh, get together every day. But it's worse than that because it's not just that it's too late, a day late, it's a dollar short, too. You see, even Scott Atlas, it got a little bit neutered. And this is what happens to everyone when you throw into a meat grinder that wasn't turned off early enough. You see, if you noticed in that clip, I know which clip you're talking about. It was, it was great. But notice how he had to talk around the mask issue. He was like, well, there, there's, there's controversial literature on it. So that was the best way he could say it. And then he's look, look, you know, the president has already said if you're, you know, if you can't social distance or in a certain place, you know, but, but you don't need to wear it in other places outdoors. OK, but that presupposes that they work. But you don't have to wear it in a place where it doesn't spread, because even if it does work, then it's not a problem. But notice how he had to limit himself and talk around the gratuitous, stupid ground that the president already staked out. Because he didn't have Scott Atlas from the beginning. Mm -hmm. This is a reoccurring theme I've seen in this administration where he needlessly paints himself into a corner. Every single randomized clinical trial, CDC said this in May, 10 to 0, has shown they don't work. And even better, how about Hawaii? How about Australia? How about Philippines, Japan, Hong Kong, Israel? They don't work anywhere. I was reliably informed, uh, just in fact, over the last week, as people like us have been demanding team lockdown, just show us one example, one example anywhere in the world where lockdowns work. Just give us one. One. One example where the minute you'd open things back up, there's just not a surge in new cases because you quarantine the healthy, so you didn't weaken the virus up against the stronger immune systems, and everybody just gets infected who didn't get infected before. So tell us tell us where this strategy of locking the healthy down and avoiding mass surges in new cases. Just give us one country anywhere in the world where it worked, right? And the country that kept throwing at us was New Zealand. 
Now, I was re- I've been we were reliably informed even as recently as a few, as a week ago that New Zealand was the example. 120 days with no cases. Last I've checked, they've had 44 cases like in the last two or three days. And they're going back into lockdown, the panic buying, you know, all the stuff we saw here in America at the beginning of March, right, is all going on down there. So where, where, where have the lockdowns worked anywhere then? If you can't lock down in New Zealand, which is closer to Antarctica than a mainland, any other mainland country, if you can't lock down there, tell us where you can do this, Daniel. Well, you couldn't do it in the Philippines where they said they would shoot anyone who would come out of their house. I think in Australia and New Zealand, they'll only grab a woman and like, you know, pin her down and cover her mouth, if you know what I mean. Um, but in the Philippines, they would actually shoot someone if they would come yeah, out. Tough, but And it fair. didn't work there tough either. Tough, but fair, yeah. Um, in Hawaii is another island. It's probably the most isolated place on Earth. You have the Pacific Ocean on all sides. Um, it's surging 55%, even if you adjust for testing rates, it's a lot more than that. But if you go to April testing rates, compare apples to apples, 55% increase as of this week. Um, Steve, I mean, the thing about New Zealand and a lot of these other places is New Zealand ain't America, right? So commensurate to what that country is it's the same surge that we're getting even though the cases don't seem like a lot remember how much how many people from wuhan went to new zealand Mm -hmm. over that whole period versus how many people came from wuhan to to america and the other secondary countries america is a hub for everything so i mean new zealand's an island country they were never going to get anything as bad as america but what you get you will get because you have the ability to arrest the movement of a respiratory virus like you have the ability to stop the movement of a hurricane. You could fortify yourself and try to protect yourself in certain ways, but you cannot stop it from coming. It will come. We saw this with Fort Benning where you had an isolated population where they came off the bus, they tested everyone, they isolated them for 14 days, they retest them, none of them had it. Then they did all the rituals of social distancing and and the mask wearing um, behind the bark of a drill sergeant who will bite your head off if you don't wear it. And the 22% of them wound up getting it right at that kind of threshold of the full infection rate we're seeing in most places. This has become a religious cult. Okay. Like I've said before, we are the more secular people in, 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 in the country. Um, Sweden, see the thing about Sweden is I never thought in, any lifetime, I would extol their virtues. I always thought it was a godless country. And it is a godless country. But they're agnostic to everything. They question everything. They question God. But they question other stupidity. And in this case, they landed on the right side. America is not a secular country. I mean, I think that's the biggest mistake our side makes. America is a religious country circa Canaan during the times of, 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 of the Bible, Leviticus, right? They are, they glorify paganism. Okay, you have Malok, you have all your sacraments. They have the men of the cloth, right? You're a man of the cloth now. I, you know, just like, you know, if you're a priest, you walk around with a cloth. So I'm walking around with my cloth, whether it's a Zoom call, whether it's having sex, whether it's whatever it is, you're gonna be wearing that. This was never about science. The problem, Steve, is we don't have a counter-religion to that because the religious people in this country 
are awfully secular, and that is by no means an equal and opposing force to what we're up against. From our friend, our mutual friend, Phil Kirpin, Arizona, latest data out of Arizona. Um, inpatient uh, hospitalizations for COVID, 58% below their peak now. ICU uh, treatments in, uh, in Arizona for COVID, 46% below their peak. Ventilators, 52% below their peak. So you're seeing a lot of evidence that the Sunbelt wave is subsiding uh, already. I'll be interested to see what the next panic point is. Let's get to the big announcement yesterday of Kamala Harris. I, 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 I don't understand what I don't, I can't find this isn't about partisanship for me, man. I, I'll give analysis. I thought Val Demings would have, would have been a compelling pick for him. All right. Uh, cop veteran, uh, Florida is a much more, uh, obviously a contested state, somebody new. So you capture inspiration with people. Um, she's also a black woman. Instead, he chose someone whose only whose one shining moment was calling him a racist. Then also said she believed his sex accusers. Then um, was 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 such a ridiculous candidate. She was laughed off the stage by their primary voters two months before they took a single vote. She's from a state that the Ayatollah could be their nominee and would, they'd win by twenty points. He's more popular with black voters than she ever was. Pete Buttigieg got more traction. With, with black voters than Kamala Harris did during the Democratic primary. I don't see a plus with this at all. I don't I don't see how it benefits him at all. I mean, like, I can't come up with, like, they had to know they're running a dementia patient, so they needed a nominee that people could see as president straight away, and they chose someone that their own primary voters didn't think was, was presidential timber. I, I don't get this at all. I don't. Steve, I want to add to that. I think there's another dimension that makes it even worse than that if you understand why I believe Joe Biden has been doing well until now and how this nukes that entire strategy. And I'm just as puzzled as you are. But nonetheless, Republicans get a vote, too. And the reason we can't have nice things, which this would provide us with an opportunity to obtain some nice things, I think this could be potentially a reset, but I don't think it's going to make a difference in the, in the scheme of things because of the Republican Party. So let's unpack this. The, I, I think where Biden has been uh, doing pretty well is the witness protection strategy. Because he's been around so long, there's no need for him to go around. Um, everyone knows who he is. The pandemic and the panic porn is a self-fulfilling prophecy that gives them the perfect cover and pretext to avoid a normal campaign and not get hit with it. And he's been getting away with that until now. And basically, if this election becomes a referendum on Trump's personality, the economy, everything is in shambles, there's no way he can get reelected, right? In a vacuum, a straight up, are you going to vote vote for Trump? No. Um, that's just not going to happen. It, it never has when the economy is this bad. So all they needed to do was maintain a one-man election. Okay, is this you know a retention ballot on Trump? And then there's just a, an unnamed guy that you just kind of vote for that serves as a mechanism to eject Trump from the office. What they did with this is the exact opposite. They created a a lightning rod. She's a lightning rod that accentuates the radicalism mm-hmm. of the left. Much to our chagrin, most voters, when they look at Joe Biden, they don't conjure up an image of a guy pooping on a police car. They, they just don't. Now, he's going to go along with that, 
but he's got his Scranton, Pennsylvania shtick and that kind of appeal. And and again, because he was from the 70s and the 80s predating all this, he just doesn't conjure up that image, whereas Kamala Harris does. So she, she comes with tons of personal baggage. She's going to accentuate all the radicalism and allow Trump to start to make it about him just like he made it about Hillary. So then now it, it becomes a two-person election. Now, okay, you're going to lose the suburban voters. I've got one maybe minute. Go to, ahead. Maybe you need to juice up the base. But like you said, they have the base. The yep. base is jazzed up based on the anti-Trump. I mean, that that's a given. The key is to, to win those suburban votes. She brings nothing to the table. But, Steve, here's the deal. That presupposes that Republicans will use that as a wedge and show how radical is she. She's going to abolish the police. She's going to you know, make us wear masks and do this. Republicans are supporting that crap. And of all the things that they could hit her with, Steve, how many Republicans have you seen over the last 24 hours – that have found the one issue to hit her from the left on yeah. and say she's arrested too many bad guys. She was too tough on crime. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Great stuff, brother. Good to see you as always. Take care. Take care. Hey, if you want to see your dog thrive more than Daniel Horowitz is thriving right now, <laughs> all right, give Rough Greens VitaSmart a try. And it's not a new dog food. It is, though, a premium dog food supplement. Why do you need it? Same reason we take supplements. A lot of the nutrition and good stuff we need more than anything else has been stripped out of our food for mass production and consumption. Same things happen to a lot of our pets' foods as well. Rough Greens VitaSmart puts all that good stuff back in the omega oils, prebiotics, probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, nutrients, Etc. And you can try it right now. Get a 14-day jumpstart bag for just $14.95 and see for yourself if you see the difference in your pet in two weeks or, or not. I'll tell you this. It also apparently tastes great because our dog, Cap, absolutely loves this stuff. All right? So uh, roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's roughgreens.com slash blaze. R-U-F-F is how it's spelled for roughgreens.com slash blaze. All right, coming up in the overtime today, I played this game with my wife this morning. And she, <laughs> nice. I played this game with my wife this morning and she failed. Like I should have said, I gave this quiz. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Aaron. Thank you. I gave this quiz to my wife this morning and she failed every test and she thought she was estimating low. So Todd, you have not seen my Twitter account today, right? You haven't like looked at it very closely. Not what you're talking about. Okay. Now. I am going to give you a coronavirus quiz in the overtime today with the absolute most up-to-date data that we have, okay? Mm-hmm. From uh, CDC, John Hopkins, Worldometer, because you're all going to ask me, hey, where's your source on that? Because yeah, okay. I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to see how many you get right. Okay. All right? And we're going to do that for the overtime today. You don't want to miss it at blazetv.com slash dace. For the rest of you, we are back at it again tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right here after Glenn Beck on Blaze TV. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.